0: Hey everyone, this is Suzanne from Vibe with Sue. I'm dedicating this episode to my mom. Um, Today is her birthday had she been alive. She died when I was at 27. On the 13th of April is her birthday. Um, I'm going to be discussing life lessons from this relationship and how her passion and longing for education paid off in my life. Stay tuned for more. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Vibre2 for updates on episodes weekly. Now this episode is titled, Boundless Faith in Our Destiny. And that's a very important phrase in our country's national anthem. And perhaps why I'm making mention of it is that at that time when she was born, which was in the 1920s, um, boundless faith in our destiny was not a quality that women could pursue. Or something that they could have. So, I just want to talk a little bit about her history and what it would have been like for our mothers, grandmothers, and even, of course, our ancestors. And having faith in our destiny is what carried me to be the person that I am today. Here goes. Well, my mom was really born um, in 1924. I am the last of her eight children. And at that time, of course, our country would have been a colony, um, British colony. And she came from East Indian culture. And of course, as a girl, their survival was very difficult. So, educational opportunities were not open for women at that time. And I remember her giving me stories of going to school very young and she was able to recite poems from the books that she read which at that time would have been the royal readers and you could hear when she was speaking that great passion that longing Um, many times she used to make mention to me that she would have wanted to be a doctor you know she wanted to go to school but at the time you could not get into school as a girl at that um, and you would not have been allowed um, a lot time families I'm sure money was an issue for most people at that time, and she also had to deal with the facts that she would have been married very early, I think before she was a teenager. so of course we know that's a whole um, kettle of fish to discuss at this time. So she longed for further education, and she was not afforded this. And she went, of course, into marriage, and that um, it was a very difficult time for her. Many hardships that she had to endure in order to make herself um, survive life. I would say that she really did not thrive, but she was able to survive. One thing I remember about her is that she was really honest in telling us a lot of her life stories. And um, not that it made it any better for us as girls, Um, we too have our own stories, her children to tell. And in many ways, um, though she was disappointed and very, very hurt about the fact that she was unable to be educated, Um, She instilled in us every ounce of wisdom that she could about going to school and learning. Um, You could not have gotten into secondary school without either paying or passing government exhibition exams and so on. Of course, that was not available for females in any way. And... Some of the lessons that I learned from her, you know, she would say things like, if the school is in chapter two, you have to be reading chapter five. So I was always way ahead in class. Now that caused a lot of trouble because people um, would have thought that, you know, you feel you know, or you're so pushy. Um, Everything you want to answer, you know the answers, but it was really my mom who instilled that way within me that you always have to be ahead of whatever is taking place in the class. So the fact is she did not have academic training as such, but the commonplace or the common sense wisdom that she had, um, that's what she used to instill a desire for, in learning with us. Um, I also remember because I had to study in the living room Um, the television was outside there at the same time so she would do without looking at television so I would have been able to do my studies and uh, um, I at that time you know you will not be fully aware of things but as I became an adult I realized how much of a sacrifice it was especially and she did this for years especially um, the fact is that as she grew older in her later years due to illness, she actually became more or less blind. So I think about that and you know today I wanna say, although she's she's no longer here with us on the earth, really want to honor her and be thankful for that because she left herself without, did not put herself first looking at television only to know that she could not for the sake that I would um survive and do my lesson very well Um, right one of the other things that she did with me uh, you had to get up early to study so it was like dark at times I was so angry (laughs) and sleepy sometimes I'll get up and sleep but I, um, she would wake you up to study sometimes 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock in the morning you had to be up and so it really became study really became a lifelong habit for me and although my mom and I did have some complexities in our relationship uh, today I want to <clears throat> remember her fondly in the sense that she really paved the way Today I am a full-time educator and I want to give um, kudos to someone who grew up in a time um, that was full of misogyny, that was suffering under the hand of male dominance, abuse, patriarchy, um, financial hardships, um, oppression in many ways and she would have just been a very small representation of women at that time, of our mothers, grandmothers, sisters, aunts, and yet in the midst of that hardship and troubles and struggles, um, she did all that she could so that every one of her children could receive education and at least have the foundation to make a life. And today I just want to say thanks to my mom for that. So what really happened to me is that I went to university at age 40 and of course most people, um, let's say if you're starting off life very young and you leave secondary school, you could go straight to university, but that was not my case. My life had already many ups and downs and challenges which really did not um, give the way for that type of progress. Uh, which was something I would have longed to do. Um, but the way was not afforded to me. Plus, uh, I took another pathway in life and that did not happen. And so, um, you know, I really want to say, when this episode to inspire you to never give up. Because... I really want to. Um, <laughs> the fact is, I did not have boundless faith in my destiny. That would not be true. <laughs> um, in many ways, I felt like a replica of my mom in the sense that circumstances of life have robbed me, and maybe choices or decisions and things that happened to us um, robbed me of that faith in my destiny. I really did not have it. And it was quite a pleasant surprise and a really awesome accomplishment for me to know that I was granted, well, I was granted a national scholarship at age 40 to get into university. And that was celebration that was miraculous for me in many ways and at that time I would say and maybe a little bit previously before I started to have a bit of faith in my destiny but it wasn't boundless yet that's the truth Um, so I just want to tell you that the struggle is real and it's really hard to uncover dreams that you may have left behind and all the debris and mud and everything goes upon it and it gets buried up in layers and you soon forget it because sometimes the difficulties of life just cause you to realize this not going to happen for you anymore um but here's the funny part i did not realize at that time that this going to university is going to catapult me into an entire new way way of living and change my life forever you know and of course i would have gone because when i got into the teaching service you could have gotten in without a degree you could have got me with just the a-levels the thing is it was miraculous for me because immediately as i got into the service at that time i was an assistant teacher three at that time the government closed all applications so more or less you could say i got in on my skin of my teeth i was one of the many people who um, was allowed to get into the service without a degree so you had to have it because in order to stay in the service and to advance to even receive permanent appointment without it um you're going to be in some difficulty so it came along and that was the next story to get in and i did so i just want to give you some of my escapades and experiences as a 40 year old going to university uh that time I would have gone in with, um, I think it was about maybe 200 people in the plenary session. About that, or maybe a little more. And the thing is, everybody was young. Some of them between 18 to 20-something. It was just myself and a couple other people were really um, mature students or older um, persons and it was a culture shock because here my i going to class well of course i'm a full-time student and in my class i think i'm the oldest one there may be another mature student but a little uh, much younger than me and i think the youngest was about 19. Uh, it was really a place where I had no experience and first to begin I had no equipment Uh, no computers no devices so that was I did not even know how to use it (laughs) that was funny. I will tell you the whole story to that Um, I passed or I did not even have internet and at that time I had to get I had to try to find out what was the um, best alternative for internet so see me you know here am I talking to everybody trying to get advice figuring out because I was so scared and anxious too at the fact and what how do I work this internet what do I do um, with service provider to go with and i didn't have a device so i got a second hand in fact i during my course um at utt i had two um hand devices because i really could not have afforded a new one and that's the thing so i went with what is called the dinosaur now <laughs> at that time it was it's a dinosaur now because it's you know those heavy laptops very very heavy and i went to the dial-up service eventually and then i had to go through another another problem which was how the hell to type (laughs) because i i was not very familiar with microsoft word um i remember years ago when i started working um, there was data entry and so so i was already familiar with MS DOS, but nothing about this so you had to really laugh because i was trying to cut and paste and that was a story (laughs) because i couldn't remember after you right click you have to carry across then you left click and then you paste and how to cut and how to copy so i took like weeks and months because you know i'm really not tech tech savvy especially at that time so I had to type my work into the into the school library, and so so there was a lot of reasons why I felt less than or inferior to folks. You know, I did not have devices. I may not have had all the, enough money. Um, I certainly didn't have um, car a car, and a lot of the students were coming with their own cars, and. I'm older than they are, by far, and I don't have a vehicle, I didn't have a laptop, I didn't have equipment, I don't have a device, I don't have internet, and I felt so inadequate, um, inferior in many ways. Um, plus, of course, I would have had my own financial challenges, and I would have had my own family challenges at the same time. so um, Life was tough. I was going to school, uh, accomplishing, I was totally, totally happy in the world of academia. Um, But when I left and to come to my own home, um, I had to also face the challenges and issues that I would have, Um, the pressures or certain different types of oppression that I would have to face at home. So, you know, um, oh, yeah. I dislocated my elbow when I was at school there. So that was a whole semester when I was wounded. And, you know, it was difficult for me to get assignments done. And, of course, that was the um, semester when I, I did drama. And I, I performed very well. That The lecturer was like, hey, everybody had a pass. Suzanne is doing very well. So I was really good at drama. So in the midst of it, you know, I'm just having fun, all of that. So it, it really was a, a good community. Um, I enjoyed learning thoroughly, but I have to say at the same time, I had to face the facts too that there were people around me also, especially women. And this is where, you know, women, we have to be really careful that many times we are among each other. And instead of lifting each other up, sometimes we pull each other down. And there were those I would say I want to believe it was jealousy or perhaps they felt I, I spoke as if I know too much. But the fact about it was it wasn't that I was so in, overly excessively intelligent, much more than them. But it was life experience that gave me maturity. And, of course, I, I did language literature. So um, it's easy when you have, much easier when you have heartfelt connection to your life experiences that caused me to be an above-average um student or at least to be able to have discussions in class you know and so sometimes um i know it would cause um, a bit of jealousy or sometimes resentments you would go through in class and of course that is the rivalry i suppose people go through in classes so it was like that but during the entire time i was pretty glad I'm ecstatic in fact that I would just keep learning and keep moving forward despite the many challenges that I had to face in my daily life, especially in my private and personal life. Overall, I did feel sometimes inadequate. However, it's a two-sided coin or a 2 edged sword because at one hand, You know, on one side, when I felt scared or insecure, on this other, I would feel grateful or empowered to be part of the learning community and, you know, crafting a future for myself and making a difference in my life. Because today, now, many years has passed, and as a full-time educator, I could say truly that had I not really gone and, you know, read for my degree... I would not be who I am. I would not be able to teach effectively. I would not be able to write effectively, or be part of the learning community, or affect policy change, or programs, and you know. So I think what happened to me is that this experience um, pushed me towards what is called boundless faith in my destiny so much so that. At this point in my life, I believe in my life purpose. I believe in um, whatever steps I make in my life path. That whatever I am doing is carrying me to a place where I could fulfill whatever I believe is the meaning of my life. And serve humanity and share it into the world. And of course, give me a personal sense of fulfillment and happiness. The thing is... I did not graduate. You know, I saw a lot of people having, you know, getting their gowns and whatever. And when they were asking, well, people to sign up and, you know, pay for gowns, whatever. The thing is, I did not. And I really didn't tell anyone because I could not have afforded. I could not pay. So what I did was simply uh, made requests to collect my certificate you know it was overwhelming and to be in this community made a difference for me i at that time i would not have really known fully what i was capable of in terms of learning and i remember going in as a young assistant teacher and doing what i think is right or what i think is best for the students and of course um the school i went in had uh students with as more schools so many challenges and socioeconomic issues and personal issues and i more found myself dealing with that instead of looking at the curriculum It was so overwhelming and i was really grateful because now you really you were given the the knowledge to understand what um learning styles is about and education psychology and student-centered learning and all these things so the theories is wonderful but at presently i could say the practical application of it is more to it than what you learn because now as a full-time educator it's not about you have a student it's more about remember it's a person and so I go back to my mom and trying to remember that although that was my parent it took me many many years to realize that that was a woman and a person that I was dealing with and she would have had her own challenges in life also and to look at it objectively because when you are growing up you know it's difficult for you to see things objectively because you are the child that is being affected and all of this uh, I will have to say life lessons and wisdom has impacted me in many ways, in so much that when I am teaching my students, I'm able to understand them and reach out to them and carry them from point A to point B because I understand what um, troubled childhood or troubled situations would be like, you know? So, I suppose what I really want to say to inspire everyone today is that to never give up on yourself and sometimes many times dreams can come true the thing is sometimes we take long minded road or maybe shortcuts but there is hope for it especially if you believe that your life has meaning and it has purpose and it's more than what you are experiencing because there are many times when life seems to be routine or it seems monotonous or it seems to be going down one particular road and you wake up one morning and realize there's got to be more to it than this because there's something in you that's crying out for some various creative expression maybe of your own personal self or something that you want to give out to the world and going to university even at that age um for the first time it spurred me into a whole new complete lifestyle you know i was able to continue employment of course as a educated uh, university trained teacher and i began to make a difference in the world in various ways because now you don't just have the content or the knowledge which is vastly important but now you are actually placed into schools where experience is the greatest teacher so i want to say today that um We have to remember um, our mothers who sacrificed a whole lot because mothers in today's um, society, I know for sure in our country, there are so many challenges or issues people will have with their parents, and that is a fact. And there is need for healing, change of mindsets, change of behavior, all of this is true but one of the things that they possess is always wanting sometimes better for their children or to accomplish what they could not have done so today i remember my mom Um, she would have been 97 years old had she lived Um, she died when i was 27 though i want to remember her in the sense that she sacrificed for um, me to follow a path of lifelong learning And that's what I am I'm a lifelong learner I can't deny the fact that everything almost everything piques my interest I'm really curious Um, you just have to say something to me and I'm willing to research (laughs) you know so it has really been a ride it has been a good ride Um, I remember at university I also i made some a couple of friends um there was this person who was also my classmate much younger than me about 19 years and we just banded together for assignments projects so it was real strange here's the 40 year old woman and 19 year old friend and we are doing projects together it it was really eye-opening it was um come real camaraderie friendship Um, No competition. It was... Really strange to see someone... From two different age brackets... Get along so well. So... You know... Sometimes you look put together... And the issues of life... Could overwhelm you. But remember... More than anything... That you don't have to stay... In the insecurities... Life could change. Wonderful opportunities could come. Miraculous events could occur that could carry you into the place of your destiny. Most of all, restore boundless faith. I want to say thanks for listening to everyone who's here with me. Uh, Leave a comment on my Instagram page share with your friends, and most importantly, all of this is from my heart to yours.